Welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Men podcast. Today's episode is about just stop asking questions about your ex and start asking questions about you. That's what it's about (laughs) because I think, I mean, so many of us just, we get in these habits of saying, oh, well, I have a pattern. Why do like these people always come into my life? And why do my exes always do this to me? And we put ourselves in that victim mentality and we totally forget that, hey, we're the person who attracts the people in our lives. We're the one who has control whether or not we keep that person in our life. We're the one who can change our reactions in order to change our circumstances. And I think that's really, that really needs to stay in the forefront of our mind, especially in relationships, because if you're dealing with something with a partner and it's not working out, you have to ask yourself, okay, what am I doing to play a part in this? Because a relationship takes two. So if something is not working, you know, you play a part in that. Find out what you can do differently in order to make it work or in order to leave the relationship and find another one where you can make that work, right? Um, there's a lot of guys I speak with. I, sp- I talk to men every, every damn day <laughs> on the phone with different guys. And, you know, a, a very similar pattern I see is exactly what I'm talking about. Guys in the situation of saying, why do women always do this to me? And why do, or why do women always do this in general? And why, um, why can't I, why can't I stand up for myself more? Or why can't I be more like this? Why can't I be more, how can I be more attractive on dates? And you know, that's what you have to do. You have to focus more on asking yourself how you can change or questioning your actions because it doesn't really help to question her actions and ask all the questions around her, especially if you're not face-to-face with her in that moment asking her the question. Because it's going to get you nowhere. Like, guys will just sit there. We all do this. But you guys will sit there and assume, oh, this is probably why she's doing it. And, oh, that pisses me off. Like, let's not jump to conclusions. You don't know why she's doing what she's doing. You don't know exactly why she's saying what she's saying. But what you, what you do know is why you do what you do and why you say what you say. Or at least you at least have a chance of figuring it out because it's you. So this whole concept is about taking that ownership of, hey, when I'm in a relationship and something's not going right or I'm not happy with a certain someone, I'm going to ask myself what I'm doing to play a role in that, to play a part in that. And what can I change in order to change my circumstance or bring this relationship to a new level or drop this relationship or leave it? You know, we have control. We have the power to do what we want to do. And it's very easy to fall into that, that victim mentality of, oh, well, poor me. I'm always in these situations. This sucks. This is my life. You know, uh, dating is just not my thing because this always happens to me. You allow it to happen to you. Something I reiterate, I say so many times to my clients is, you know, you train people how to treat you. We all do. 
We all do this. You know, when we allow people to do certain things to us, it's because we have not set a boundary with that person or that thing. If we did set a boundary, then that person would know not to say things like that to us. Otherwise, we would leave the relationship, right? That's what creates, that's what makes boundaries so important. You, you teach people how to treat you. That's what a boundary does. And when you have lack of boundaries, when you don't have those at all, there's no standards, there's no borderline, you know, that then people walk all over you and women walk all over you and women do these, do these things that come across to you as manipulative or, you know, not right. And then you get angry, but at the end of the day, it's your fault. It's your fault for not standing for yourself, not setting boundaries and staying in a relationship that's unhealthy for you. Cause that's your choice. It's all of our choice. Choice is, I don't know the correct grammar right there. <laughs> But you know what I mean, guys? So it's, it's easy to fall into the trap. <laughs> the trap. I can't talk today. Um, it's easy to fall into the trap of assuming that, yeah, I'm just stuck in this predicament. This is how it is for me. This always happens to me. Whatever. I just got to suck it up and let it go and accept it. If you want something different, then change your reaction. If you want a different relationship, you need a different reaction. That's it. And most times... I'd say based on all the men I worked with, 90% of the time, that thing you need to change or reinforce or improve on is boundary setting. So I know I said I was going to talk about boundaries about two episodes ago. I'm just going to touch on it lightly today and just kind of give an intro of what it is because you can get really deep into it, into this topic. But, um, but it's exactly what I said. It's set, setting a standard for yourself. Um, and I'm sure people have multiple uh, variations of the definition, but it's setting a standard and not allowing um, and only allowing people in your life who meet that standard. And if people don't meet that standard, then you spend less time with them. You don't involve them in your inner circle. You know, it's really, but it's really getting crystal clear on who is important, what, what values do I, um, what things in life do I value most? And when I'm in a partnership, you know, who do I want to share those values with? Who's going to share those values with me? What type of person? And if, you know, they don't, I mean, this is tricky because there's a lot of ways you can set boundaries. It's not just about values, but it's really just think of setting a, like drawing a line in the sand and knowing on one side, it's like, these are the things I will not stand for in a relationship regardless. And if someone crosses this line and moves into this territory, there needs to be a conversation ASAP about it. And I need to tell that person it is not okay for them to cross this line again, ever. Otherwise I'm out. And it's having that strictness about it. That's the hardest part. Like maintaining the boundary is harder than just coming up with a boundary. It's easy to say, here's my boundary. But if people cross it and you don't do shit about it, then you know, they're not going to take you seriously. They're not going to take your boundaries seriously. And this is when women tend to, in the relationships that men tell me about, tend to manipulate men and deceive men and, and um, you know, will take, will use men in a way where it's like, all right, I could take advantage of you because you allow me to, because you don't set a boundary. You don't maintain the boundary. So how do you maintain a boundary? Right? Like if someone does cross that line in the sand, they end up over there in that place where you're like, no, no, no. I'm not going to deal with this. Like, this is not okay. Then ask yourself, what are you going to do about it? 
You have to prepare before a relationship, before you get to this point, or if you're in one, before you get to this point of someone crossing it. So if someone crosses it for the first time and you know it feels wrong, maybe you weren't aware that this is a boundary you need to set, then it's good to just verbalize it to that person right away. And guys, it's okay for you to say something like, look, I don't feel like to me this feels wrong and I didn't appreciate when you did that. Um, it kind of hit a nerve in me and I would, really, I would really appreciate if you didn't do that again. That wasn't cool. Or, you know, I didn't find that funny at all. And see how she reacts. So that's, that's the boundary, right? Like you're having a serious conversation where you're like, I, I really did not appreciate that. You know, the next time that happens, we're, we're either going to have to talk about this again or I can't, I can't be in a relationship with you. There's some type of consequence, right? Because people respond to consequences, but you need to follow through with the consequence, which is the hardest part um, with, with boundary setting in relationships. So for instance, if she does it again, you know, what do you do now? You need to address it. You can't ignore it. Even if you had a great time, if you had a great day, you know, it doesn't mean you just let it slide. You do not let it slide. In order to maintain the boundary, you have to call it out when it's, when it's disrespected, right? When she passes that line in the sand, you have to say, okay, like you did that thing again. Um, you know, we talked about this. Is there, is there a reason why you did that again? Like, why did you do that? And call her out. Like, it's okay to have these discussions. And as a man, like I said, it's okay to, to express how you feel about it. It doesn't mean you're, uh, doesn't mean you're a pussy or a wimp just because you're saying, I feel Okay, there's a way of doing it in an assertive way that comes across very masculine because guess what? The pussy is the guy who's not speaking up at all. The pussy is the guy who lets it slide and then gets angry and throws shit and calls her a bitch when she crosses the line. That's a that's a wimp. That's a you know, that at least in my eyes as a woman, that's a pussy. I really don't like using that word. (laughs) (laughs) But I know it's what we use today, so I'm just, I'm rolling with it. Um, But you guys know what I mean, you know, no disrespect. Um, So that's, that's what it's really about is having these conversations about boundaries and doing it as soon as possible. You know, maybe another, maybe a question you guys have is like, all right, well, when am I supposed to start boundaries? Is that something you do right away? And it's, it's really not. It's really when you get to the, I mean, at first, if someone's crossing a line when you're dating them, you kind of just take it as a red flag and keep it, save it for later, you know, and, and think, all right, is this, is this a pattern here? Because if I end up dating this person normally or more exclusively, you know, is this going to be something that really triggers me or bothers me or I just can't be with someone who does this? So it's awareness. That's why dating process, the dating process in the initial phases is an awareness practice. It's really like, let me get to know this person, see what they're about. If anything comes up, you know, I can address it down the road. So when you're casually dating, you're just taking pieces of that person and noticing, hey, I really like this about them. Hey, this is probably a little, a little weird for me. Let's see if that comes up again. Or, you know, that was not okay. I wonder if that's something that's, you know, I wonder where that came from. So it's just getting, getting an idea of the the person overall. And we all have our shits. We all have, you know, we all have, uh, we all have things that, that make us not so attractive. <laughs> we all have things that make us very attractive and unique and special and, 
and gifted. Um, and it's important to, oh my God, Pico just passed, is passed out on my bed. We went on a walk. Oh, it's so cute. Um, sorry guys. (laughs) Um, and it's important to, you know, take that, um, take that whole person and kind of just get to know them a little bit without having to be like, all right, jump into boundaries. Like you don't want to start a relationship and all of a sudden be super serious about everything. It's really just, you're in the casual stage. So have fun. Dating should be fun, but it's also an awareness, a time for awareness. So take it a little seriously. You know, don't just like, cause eventually if you're dating, if you're on your 10th date with someone, you want to be at the point where it's like, all right, are we going somewhere? Or am I just wasting, you know, my time with this person? Or am I seriously just having fun? Is that the plan is to just have fun with them? So if you are looking for a long-term thing down the road, you want to make it more of an awareness type thing in the dating stage and just be like, okay, like, you know, I'm not going to take it too seriously right now, but that's something that stood out to me. Like, that's something I could potentially talk about later and just be aware, you know? I think too many people are afraid of just having conversation with the person they end up with and while they're dating. And I think it's good. I mean... You know, I think it freaks, it can easily freak someone out if you bring these like deep discussions right away into, into, uh, your, your dating relationship. But some people really, really appreciate it from, from, uh, you know, as for me, like when I would start with first dates, I really liked getting, going deep and talking about, not too deep, but you know, talking about things where it's like, all right, these are my values. These are, yeah, that's really important to me. And then flat out saying like, oh, well, you know, that's not something that, that goes well with me. Like, you know, just being honest and not faking it and not just being like, uh-huh, what's your favorite color? Like, I think there should be more, more to it than just that easy breezy talk. Um, but that's my opinion. You know, like I said, everyone's different. Every woman is different. Some, some people get uncomfortable in that, in that, uh, you know, that deep conversation. Anyway, I feel like I'm getting off track a little bit, but when it comes to, like I'm saying, when it comes to boundaries, it's important to have them in mind from the start of dating someone, right? So you just have to be aware of the person. When you start dating them, maybe a few dates in, you're getting to that stage where you're like, all right, we're probably getting to the point where we're not going to date anyone else soon. Um, You know, I should probably bring up this thing that like bothers me, you know, like, and just address it and just see how she is handling it. Because you learn a lot about a person, the way they react to you bringing something up, especially something that's a conflict or something that isn't the most comfortable thing to bring up. You learn so much about the person based on their reaction. So if they react, you know, in a harsh way, um, if she screams, if she rolls her eyes, if she um, cries or gives you the silent treatment and just like ignores the question and just, you know, you, you learn a lot about that. Like you can just look at that first that, that response and say, okay, is this someone I can see myself down the road communicating effectively with? All right, guys. So I know this podcast was a little all over. We started with, you know, asking more questions about you, less questions about your ex or about your partner. 
Um, just make it more about you. Make it more about your reactions, what you're going to do to salvage the relationship or save that relationship and make the most of it. It's really, you have a lot more control and power than you think. So it's really in your reactions and you can improve that. That's something you can improve on your communication, your actions, you know, the way you deal with your past, um, that's maybe triggering you in different ways with your partner. So all of that and you working on it can totally change your overall relationship. And if it's not, then you know that that person is not not the best one for you. There are other fish in the sea. So go out there and date someone else. <laughs> okay. So if you guys need help with this, if this is something that you want to improve on in terms of you know your communication, your dating skills, um, understanding women more clearer in the dating phase or the relationship phase, you know, I coach men in relationships who are married, just got divorced, uh, dating again as well. So please reach out to me, guys. Like, don't be afraid to just reach out and schedule a 30 minute free consultation. It's a complimentary consultation where we discuss where you are now in your current stage of dating and where you want to be. Because getting clear on that is is everything. That's that's what it takes. Like we talked about awareness today in this episode. It's it's really everything stems from awareness. So I'd love to help you with that. Just reach out to me. Go, go to uh, sgdatingcoach.com or you can go to my Instagram at Steph Ganowski. That's S-T-E-P-H-G-A-N-O-W-S-K-I. I'd love to help you guys. Also, if you have not yet, head over to iTunes, rate and review this podcast, What I Love About Men. It would mean the world to me. It would be amazing. I would so much appreciate it. And I just, I already appreciate you guys so much. So thanks for listening. That's all for today's episode. Have an amazing morning, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world. And I'll talk to you soon.